Hey, good evening and uh, welcome to the Wednesday, December 20th, 2023 Zoning Committee meeting. Um, Agnes, please call the roll. Balakir. Here. Kushane. Vinia Costello. McAuliffe. Lopez. Here. Zagorowski. Here. Labrie. Here. Okay. All right, and it looks like on Zoom, uh, Attorney Kevin Corden, our attorney for Councilor Fred Krampus. So we have Councilor LaFlan. Also have Agnes from um, our office, from the City Council office. Okay. Jerry is uh, the IT fellow. He's um, multitasking tonight. He's doing a couple of meetings. So he is here. All right, Jerry, thank you. Okay, in compliance with the open meeting law, is anyone either audio or video taping tonight's meeting? If so, please state your name and address and the reason for doing so. Okay, moving along. Okay, we have several uh, housekeeping uh, procedures, folks. Cell phones. Uh, if you can put yours on silent or muted, just to make sure, please, so we don't have interruptions. Thank you. Uh, when speaking, uh, if you're speaking uh, for public input, uh, you'll be limited to three minutes. Please address the chair, and uh, this will be strictly adhered to uh, if we have violations, so we could suspend the meeting. Okay. All right. I think we're ready to start. We have a few items on the agenda for tonight, so we'll try to move through as quickly as we can. Okay, item number one. Uh, zone change application from split zone business A slash residence B to residence B for 9,000 square feet located at 580 Meadow Street for the purpose of the Boys and Girls Club, which is existing, eliminating a small portion, zoning overlapping and causing a split zone on the site. The applicant is the Chicopee Boys and Girls Club, Jason Reed. 580 Meadow Street, Chickpea, Mass, 01013. Jason here in the audience. Yeah. All right, Jason, could you uh, come to the microphone? Again, uh, I know you're familiar with the drill, but please state your name and address and what your proposal is for this evening. Go ahead, sir. Good evening, Jason Reed, resident at 49 West Street in Chickabee, representing the Boys and Girls Club of Chickabee, 580 Meadow Street, uh, here to request a zone change uh, to make the entire property zoned Res B. Okay, all right, okay, thank you. Have a seat. It's going to take a look through the file and see what we have in terms of documents or department. Okay, uh, let's see. We have something from. Um, dated um, November 16, 2023. Uh, hi, hi, Jason, uh, Chickie Boys and Girls Club. CBG recently applied for a zone change, but by a mistake applied for a change to residential A. Planning board caught the error and approved the zone change to residential B. This came to the city council zoning committee. The committee asked to accomplish this. We asked CBG to come to the city council office and minutes application by simply changing the zone to residential B. 
that is complete, we can re-advertise with the correct zoning for the December 2019. Council and City Council. Email from Jason Reed, Council. Please accept this email as official request for continuance of zone change. Just at the 1129 Zoning Committee meeting regarding the property of 580 Meadows. Request this continuance be until the next scheduled Zoning Committee meeting scheduled for Need any additional information? Thank you for your attention. Appears that the other documentation is referring to former request of I'll read this into the record um, as well. Planning board recommendation zone change 580 Meadow Street. Assessment reads as follows. Uh, the Chickpea Planning Board held public meetings on Thursday on three. Purpose of the hearing was to consider zone change. 9,000 square feet of property for the purpose of creating across the entire property, eliminating the split zone property. The applicant was Jason Reed, 580 Mill Street, Chickie, Mass. Planning board recommendation. Regarding the zone change, uh, there's two uh, departments or governing bodies that have to go through. Planning board recommendation, which recommended it, as I just stated, and uh, we're meeting this evening. Okay, I think that. Okay, buddy um, in the audience, uh, before we discuss it, a, a neighbor or concerned citizen uh, regarding public input. Public input, okay, regarding this matter. Is there uh, anybody on Zoom um, regarding public input of um, 580 Meadow Street? Um, motion to close public input. Okay, motion made and seconded to close public input. Okay, Agnes, can you? Alec uh, here. Yes. Pinia Costello. Yeah. Lopez. Yes. Zagorowski. Yes. Libri. Yes. All right, so public input is closed. Motion uh, made and seconded and passed. Okay, so now we're just going to go back and the um, motion on the item to um, to discuss this item, please. I'll make a motion to approve. Okay, uh, motion made and seconded. Okay, all right, any comments uh, amongst the uh, members here? Right, excuse me, Councilor Flynn. Yeah, um, I want to thank the director, uh, Jason Reed, for coming in and a couple of times. Uh, this was requested on uh, behalf of the planning board because of the fact that uh, we're trying to clear up spot zoning in the city. And this is the whole reason. He, to him, it makes no difference, but he did it because of the request from the planning to try to get rid of spot zoning. So I hope we approve this tonight. We need right. to continue doing that. Thank you. Okay, Anybody else here before I go to Zoom? We have our other counselors um, uh, on Zoom that may have some questions or concerns. 
like um, we have a motion to approve to make the form change application from split cell. Excuse me. <laughs> That's been the stumbling block. Business B. Okay. Located at 580 Meadow Street. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, Agnes, can you uh, please call the roll? Salicare? Yes. Pinia Costello? Lopez? Yes. Zigarowski? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. And the motion passes. So let me let me just write this and then we're going to sign off in this for of experience. Okay, so the motion was to approve the zone change application from split zone business A slash residence. 9,000 square foot located at Meadow Street. Um, and Voted in favor, and uh, this is going to go um, before the full council actually uh, next year, next Tuesday. Second. Okay. All right. Thank you very much, Jason. Have a, have a good night and uh, Merry Christmas. Welcome. Have a good night. Okay. All right. Moving, moving along. Um, item number two: special permit application under Chapter 275. Section 58, subsection C5, for the purpose of a property becoming a mixed property, creation of one residential unit in a business building located at 86 Chickpea Street. The applicant is Dance Dynamics and is a closeman, 386 Chickpea Street. Applicant here. 
Ma'am, could you uh, please come to the microphone, state your name and address, and uh, your proposal again, the city of Good evening, councilors. My name is Angela Brooklesson, 29 Concord Street, Chickabee, Mass., owner of 386 Chickabee Street Dance Studio, not the building yet. Um, proposing to have it changed as a mixed property. Um, we discussed it last month, and you guys had asked me to do a few things. Um, I did. I have talked to the assessor's office and found out that the real estate taxes that are owed on the bill when I buy the building will be paid off through that. And then the water department I've been paying. And then the other bill that you guys had, I feel like I'm echoing, sorry. So, and then the other bill that you guys had. Oh. Sorry about that. The other bill for 29 White Birch Plaza um, for Dance Dynamics, I had told you guys that I didn't own that, the dance studio at that time that Mary Aston did. So they said that they're going to send a bill to Mary Aston's house at 52 Celebration Circle and should be masked for that. Um, and then the building department and the fire department had said, like, I had to get an architect, engineer, and construction. Um, so I did. It's $1,700 for them to walk on the property just to, like, look at it. And then it's another $1,600 for them to stamp it. They basically told me that they're not, I'm not going to change anything because there's already fire doors and everything that we had already on here. Um, so basically, I'm spending more money when I put so much money into this building already. And I'm really just trying to do it to go ahead and be able to purchase the building through the banks. Um, so I, right now, I'm just asking to basically see if we can get those done. And if not, then I'm going to have to figure a way out to go ahead and get the stamps. It's $3,300. And I try to keep my dance studio like for low income families. Okay, so let me interrupt your train of thought then. Um, so are you asking for a postponement until things can get rectified a little bit clearer? So the thing is, is from the people like the engineering and stuff that basically they're just going to redraw this and have a stamp on it for $3,300. And for my small business, that's just, I'm a little dance studio and I, I mean, anybody that's been through that building can see that we've done so much work to it and everything else right now that there's no way that I could even pull it off. Well, <clears throat> that's an interesting question. Um, if you could hold on for a second, please. Um, I'm going to defer this to our attorney, um, Kevin Corden, um, Councilor Corden. Can you shed a little bit of light on this dilemma, please? I, uh, Councilor, I believe it's just procedural. I think that there's something before the committee right now, and they're asking for specific relief. She can she can postpone it if she likes, but um, the council should take action on it one way or another, right? It's really a procedural issue. It's not uh, a legal one. Well, thank you for your input, Counselor. Um, I know that usually that's one of our requirements that we have, that it's it's a certified uh, 
copy that we have from um, either a surveyor or an engineer with that particular eyeing so that we can get the schematics of what the floor plans and floor layouts are with buildings so that um, so that we don't have anybody from building here tonight, but I know that's a usual procedure that we have. Any other councilors, do you want to chime in on this? Uh, Eric, do you want to chime yeah, in? Yeah, no, I, I don't know. Uh, no, I don't think we've ever accepted a, you know, handwritten one. I know it says it has to be by a licensed uh, surveyor. Mm -hmm. Maybe she can shop around and somebody could uh, do it cheaper than 3300 3, does sound like a lot of money mm -hmm. uh, to do it. Uh, but uh, I'm also concerned about the taxes not getting paid. I don't think we've ever issued a special permit without having the taxes paid, even though they say it's going to be paid when the building is going to be. So uh, that would be another question to the attorney, uh, attorney Corden. Uh, you know, the taxes should be paid. Uh, am I correct? Or so I haven't reviewed um, the rule that you're referring to, Councillor, but I, I think that you can make uh, the taxes being paid a condition of the special permit, um, which by your rules, it, it really is already built in uh, a condition. But now, can I just ask, she doesn't own the property currently. Is that correct? It's correct. Correct. Right. So she's applying for a special permit for a building that she doesn't yet own. Um, and presumably at closing, the taxes would be rectified or reconciled. Um, that is, that's correct. That's what I spoken to Brian at the assessor's office. So, so if it doesn't close, if it doesn't close, we, we can always call the permit back in. Correct. The, the special permits within your jurisdiction really at any time. Thank you. All right. All right. Thank you, Attorney Corden. Okay. Um, okay. Um, Can I ask you a question? Yes. Go, go okay. ahead. Go ahead. When do you anticipate opening this? When do you, what's oh. your project date? So I've had the dance studio open for the last three years. Um, I had spoken to the assessors because I'm going to actually help them too because um, when I did call him, he asked me a bunch of like dates and stuff like that. And they were unaware that own it are um, they're nonprofit, so they never pay taxes on this building and I've been there for three years and then they also he asked me what was there prior and I was told I told him what I was told by the water department um, the electric company and by um, Frank the building inspector that it's been at least vacant for five to six years and he turned around to me and said that any nonprofit, if there is nothing going in on that building, then we should have been charging property taxes right along. So he wants me to get um, like my certificate and stuff like that that I got from the city and um, bring it into him and stuff like that because he's going to have to do some work on the people that did that do own the building because something somewhere just didn't cross and they didn't catch on to it. And basically, I put all this money into the building and I just want to buy the building and do what's right for the city. a missionary. 
senses. I mean, part of me, part of me is thinking, Let me, okay, let me just go through the, if we can hold that uh, for a minute. Let me go through the file. What we have in terms of numbers. Right? All right, maybe this can help us um, try to figure out this quagmire. Okay, uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna read in the reports that we have. And give us a little more information. Bear with us, please. All right, so this is um, no concerns at this time. As was referenced by the applicant, there, there's a real estate tax statement here, still owes um, 1,368 cents. And recently there were just new tax bills that were also. Uh, sent out by the um, assessor's office. So there more taxes. Um, a little bit later, but yeah, basically there's, there's another 30, well, less than 30 days. I think they were sent out on the 15th this month and you have until the 16th of next, next month and or next year's pay. That would be the owners that would Right. So, but again, ultimately, there, there's there's more money that has been accruing for for tax purposes. So again, that's that's just another piece of the puzzle. With our situation, with say for say for example, the purchase and sale, another document, another item. Uh, let's see. So again, I think uh, this is another bill here. This is from. Water and Sewer Department, Mr. White Birch. There was there was a bill here for three hundred seventy one dollars and twelve cents, but it looks like um, our reference here that still owes one hundred seven dollars was a payment of sorts that was here. And another $197 tax statement. Now I, I'm thinking this is this is for 27, 27 uh, excuse me, 29 White Birch Plaza. That's $197 at 32 cents. I was telling you about that. I didn't own that that business. Right. So again, this is still owed. Okay. Let's see what else we have here in the file. All right, we have something from engineering. Uh, would existing exterior door on south side of building be accessed to the apartment? Concerns about appropriate assignment of street address, house number. Building department. Uh, Building department is waiting for plans from design professional. Fire department. Uh, 
Applicant needs to hire a design professional to evaluate the building and the proposed new use. Design professional should submit a code review, all applicable codes, plans for needed innovations or upgrades to the building and its systems. And that's from the fire department. Department of Planning and Development. Official permit recommendations for 386. Property is split zone business A and residential A. The applicant is seeking a special permit to allow for one residential dwelling unit within a business building. Current conditions consist of an existing dance studio. Those uses are permitted in business A districts by special permit. Chapter 275, section 58, subsection. Up to four dwellings in a business building. Parking requirements are regulated under Chapter 2 and three family dwellings, mobile homes, two spaces per unit. Parking spaces must be established for the approval, not required, site plan. Planning recommends approval of a special permit for mixed use development with building requirements. That's it, folks. So, I, it, it looks like we have other departments that are still, still have some concerns about this. Um, but before I, um, we can just hold the thought. Uh, I'm going to open this up to public input and come back to this. To see if we, we have any neighbors uh, or abutters, <clears throat> excuse me, that have concerns about this particular property of 386 Chickpea Street. Um, no, I think I think we'll just allow it, but then after we'll close public. Okay. Is there anybody here in the audience, uh, uh, either an abutter or a neighbor of 386 Chickpea Street, that has some concerns or issues that they want to bring forth? Anybody here on Zoom? Oh, looks like Councilor Lopez has her hand up. But let, let me just finish this before Councilor Lopez, before I, I bring you into this, please. Anybody else no on Zoom? Hello? I said no problem. Okay, yeah. Oh, thank you. Okay, came in a little bit too late. Okay, but yes, Councilor, let me just finish this and then uh, I just noticed your hand up, okay? All right, so it looks like there's nobody on Zoom concerning um, um, public input. So uh, I'm gonna take a motion to close public input. Okay, uh, motion made and second to close public input. All right, Agnes, can you call the roll please? Alec here. Yes. Ania Costello. Lopez. Yes. Zagorowski. Yes. Labrie. Yes, okay, public input is closed. Okay, uh, Councilor Lopez, uh, your hand is up, and I was actually thinking of asking you a question about this, but uh, please go ahead. Yeah, I just could you read the application into the record and the signer onto the record as well, please? Um, the application. Let me let me sift through this.
looks like the application here, okay? Um, Undersign respectfully petition for uh, the honorable body for a special permit. Uh, section 275.58 C5, the municipal zoning ordinance for the purpose of a property becoming a mixed property, the creation of one residential unit in a business building. Okay, the uh, location of the property is 386 Chickpea Street, Chickpea Mass. Name of the applicant is uh, Dance Dynamics as a closeman. 386 Chickabee Street, but the property owner here. Mission Center. Looks like it was a Mission Center. Looks like, is this Neo Jerusalem, Inc.? Looks like there's some scribbling and handwriting written over some of this. Uh, so bear with us. Um, 386 Chickabee Street. This Vador, or someone? And let me see what else do we have here in the back here. Like there's a stamp over this. Um, this is now a dance studio. Will be used for a dance studio and one apartment. Reason for application for special permit to make the building a mixed use. Financial units in a business building require a special permit. And the applicant is um, Angela Klusman. So that's as much as I can read, Counselor. Some of it's kind of scratched out, but just trying to read through it. Th does that help you at all? Yeah, so is the actual signer on the application, Angela Klusman? Uh, as the applicant, yes. Okay, so through the chair to the attorney, um, can uh, the applicant for a special permit of this nature be the non-owner? In my experience, anyone uh, developing property uh, or potentially becoming a buyer or purchaser of that property will apply to uh, special permit granting authorities for relief as long as they have the owner's permission. And I believe, it, I thought I heard Councillor Balakir say that the owner of the property signed the the application someplace. Um, so short answer is yes. 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 I, I yes. thought I heard the chair, chair say that he was listed, but not a signer. I don't know. He's, I believe he's the owner of the property, but he's, he's not the applicant counselor. Is he a signer or is he just listed? He has, he has a signature. He has a signature, and he's also listed as the owner. You, usually, from, and it varies from city to from other cities and towns, you know, everybody does it a little bit differently. There should be a spot for, and I haven't reviewed the application for special permits, so my apologies. Um, there should be some kind of acknowledgement that the applicant has the permission of the current owner to proceed. And it, sound, it sounds like there's something there. Yeah, I'm just trying to make sure that procedurally that we even have like the authority to do it. Um, and if, if that's the case, if your legal opinion is that we could do it just based on them being listed on the application, even though they're not the signer of the application, then I'll respect your legal opinion. Uh, but then that also begs the question of 
if we're allowing the applicant to act essentially on behalf of the owner in this way, then how could we forego the current real estate um, that is owed? Because in the same manner, we would have to hold them accountable for that as well. I mean, my, my own suggestion would be to postpone this until those matters get resolved and until we have letters from the departments that um, the tax liabilities that were listed are, are being taken care of. But it just, it just seems like if the applicant, um, and I do very much believe the applicant when they say that things will get like, taken care of and that the other taxes were not their responsibility, but we don't have that before us. And I've never seen us grant a special permit with outstanding tax liabilities. Um, and if we are allowing them to act as the applicant, then they would be liable in a certain sense for those real estate tax liabilities. So generally, I think um, the special permit process can kind of contemplate situations like this, although it may not come up very often. We need to get more um, the reality is that taxes that were not this applicant's responsibility may already be attached to the property um, or part of the tax bill or lien or whatever statutory process is unfolding outside of her own participation in owning the property. Um, so, I mean, this is a situation where if you're not going to provide the relief for the special permit, is the closing even going to happen? I mean, that's a private interest of this applicant. So I don't, I don't know the answer to that question, but certainly she has a plan to purchase the property and use it in a certain way and is depending on getting the special permit to probably demonstrate to financing or bank or whoever that she has a business model that's going to sustain this property going forward. Um, so I don't know if there's a waiver provision in the, in the ordinance or the city council's rules. Um, but in any case, you can make the payment of the taxes an additional condition. If it's not already, it sounds like it's kind of built into your process to, uh, approve special permits. So you may not have to do that. Um, but certainly if it's not a responsibility, I anticipate any taxes that are owed on the property would be resolved at the closing in order for it to be conveyed uh, in terms of any other department like engineering or anyone like that. I'm not sure what their issues are with this proposal, but um, the tax issue, I wouldn't be as worried about. Um, I'd be more interested in postponing if other departments had issues with the proposal. Sorry, that's, that's all I got. Yeah, and there seems like there are other things that still need to be tied up. I will say that, like, on behalf of the applicant, um, I've never gotten any complaints from any of, like, the neighbors um, about them being bad neighbors. So, you know, they are, I think it's a great service for our community. Um, they are in my ward, and I they do a lot for the community. They show up for events, and they sponsor a lot of our, of our city events. And um, they are active members of our community, which I very much appreciate. Um, I just want to make sure that we like dot our I's and cross our T's here. And to me, this seems like there are still some loose ends that we usually don't set the precedent of letting permits like this go through without all of our I's dotted and T's crossed. And I mean, certainly this is going to be something that the next council, the next full council gets to decide. But as we're still having these meetings and I'm still part of the recommending body um, as a current counselor, I would say that this is I'm not saying let's not approve it because I, I certainly see how, you know, this is a benefit to our community. 
I just don't know if it's ready for approval yet. Yeah, thank you, Councillor Lopez. Uh, I, I think, I think the uh, committee that's here tonight is is leaning towards that thought process because we still have some issues. But, but thanks, thanks for your input. Um, anything else to say before I have other councillors chime in? Okay, oh, no, I'm all set. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for your insight. Okay. Um, okay, Councillor Bree, go ahead. Yeah, I, I'm concerned more about the, uh, you know, building department and fire department uh, not being on Zoom and answering the question if this plan, you know, would meet their recommendations, uh, because I'm not sure if they even saw this plan. Um, you know, they, in October, had said that, you know, they needed a plan uh she would have to bring this you know to the fire department and building department to see if it you know meets their standards um that's why i'd be reluctant to um vote on it tonight okay all right all, all set counselor okay all right thank you uh i think uh Councilor bob you had your hand up. the chair too did anybody from the building department or the engineering department see you what did they say so I've spoken to um, Lee Puglia and we're trying to do, so I was supposed to actually put two um, permits in because I needed to do, after we do this, um, we wanted to do um, a zone so that it's like one zone because of how it's like two separate and stuff. So I would have to do another one, um, but he didn't want it to get them mixed up. So he told me to do one first. Um, but the building inspector Frank had came to the studio along with the fire department. Um, and they had looked around and stuff and that's when they had seen like, so we had originally had like this copy of like the floor plan. Um, and they said that they wanted it to be done by like in the end, um, an engineer, um, the architect. So I started working on that to get them in there. And then the day after we had the last meeting is when they came to my studio and just to walk in it's $1,700. And then for me to get a stamp and stuff, it's more. So I was like, well, I was like, I'll see what I can do but i obviously not the owner of the building and i've spent so much money already that i just feel like they're going to pull it out from underneath me because they've already said like i've done so much to the building that they can get a lot more for the building than what they could when it's on my um contract so i'm like my hands are like tied because i don't want to spend more money and then have them pull it out from underneath me when i've already spent so much money Okay, but well my, my other question is that, you know, we have in front of us a request to collect our treasurer's office that Mission Center is responsible for some of these bills, the $8,000 and the Chickabee 371, but then the other part, 197 of White Burks, it seems like the, the owner of the property should, he's got to come up with that money for that building that is owed in the city of Chickabee. Shouldn't be have to do all this. I right paid now. the water bill because that was in my when I um, went ahead to re that was in my agreement was to pay them a thousand dollars rent a month and then also to pay like the water, the gas, and the um, electric and stuff like that. So I've been paying all that right along. But there's some higher bills that the Mission Center New Jerusalem owes. Correct. I'm not mistaken. So I think we can give. You also, Councillor? Yeah, I'm also. Okay. Go ahead, Councillor. Yeah, the, uh, the
to the mic, please. Yeah, thank you. Support in this idea, but has questions in regards to how we're dealing with the process. And it is a great idea. And you have been very good to the community. But I have to listen to the board counselor, and I appreciate um, Councillors Lopez's input in this in regard to what her recommendation is, because she represents that area. So I'm in agreement with uh, Councillor Lopez that uh, it's in the best interest to uh, postpone. All right. Just, just one question. Are you presently using the dance studio? Yes. I've been using it for the last three years. Three years. That's why the assessor that I had spoken to um, would like me to help because we're trying to figure out exactly what's been going on because it's been like $42,000 basically that they've gotten. And um, for like the real estate taxes not to be paid or something like that. And now that they want to try to strip it, me from the building, like there's a problem. Councilor Flam, any questions on this? Councilor Bree just stepped out for a minute. Oh, I, I, I think. Yeah, I think a little further input with some of our department heads. Well, and unfortunately, planning is not here tonight. Uh, not be available. I know that it's it's a tough week because Christmas is around the corner, but we're still trying to conduct. Councillor Labrie is coming back. When he comes back, that's how we want to proceed with this. Um, still, we have questions. I think we're going to need a little bit more information here. That's my recommendation. Okay. Did you want to have some? Oh, just that thought. I just don't want to, something to happen. Let's say we approve it. She finishes the uh, apartment and, you know, something happens. Not a fire code's not met. Uh, building code's not met. Uh, I don't think we can, you know, bypass that without getting the building and a fire's permission, my opinion. Right. Mr. Chairman, if you postpone this, it won't kill, it won't get killed at the end of the year. So rather than deny it tonight, you know, right. she, she's trying to get everything she needs. Right. No, As Councilor, the Council of the Ward said, you know, she's been doing a right. lot on it. And I hope something doesn't get pulled underneath her after this has all been completed. Um, but I think, a, uh, you know, postponing to the call of the chair would be the thing to do to give her more time, whether she likes it or not. Um, it's better than getting denial because no, then I, you can't come back. No, I think you're right, Council. And I'm just making that recommendation. That was kind of my original thought. Thank you. Oh, I know it doesn't but she needs to start to satisfy department heads and to make sure that we're in compliance. I just want to make sure they know that 
it's we usually at the end of the year everything gets canceled but certain things and this is one that will be postponed and will remain in, right, right. in zoning right because it's a special permit right And Mr. Chairman, to be clear, I, I, I'm advocating for postponement. I know in no way, shape, or form am I advocating for denial of this. Um, I think I made that pretty clear by how I spoke about the applicant. I, I want this. I want the applicant to succeed. I want her business to succeed. I think she offers a great service to the community through this dance studio. And, and I definitely want her to be able to continue to be a part of that community in that way. I just know that we also have a job to do. And part of that is making sure that we dot our I's and cross our T's, especially when granting these kind of special permits, especially when we're talking about a place where people are going to be, you know, living. Um, we have to make sure it's habitable. We have to make sure that we go through processes for that. And so although that may not be the answer that, you know, anyone in this position would want to hear, you know, it is. I agree with Council Flame. It is better than a denial. I would not advocate for a denial. Um, and the applicant does have to be agreeable to a postponement because otherwise the only other answer is denial based on what we have in front of us. Um, and in order for us to be able to postpone, they have to be agreeable to it because they have to request it from our office. Right, right. Okay, Councillor, thank you. Thanks for your input. Okay. Um, I think, and does anybody else have, go ahead, Councillor. Yeah. Are you, you're presently paying rent to this, Victor? Bye. I paid for the missionary, yes. You paid so much a month. Have you had have you, how much? A thousand dollars. Now, have you had conversation with him about this whole process? So I have had conversation and basically they told me that if I don't get it if I don't get approved for my loan because I've been going through the bank, that basically they're gonna put it back up for sale. So, so I lose all the money that I've already done like So you're working with a bank right now? Yes, I've been working with M&C Bank. All right, folks. No, it's 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 a, it's a tough one. No, no, we're we're pro business. We we try to work with um, every applicant that comes in before us in, in the city, and um, try to help people. And uh, but again, the other side of the equation is we have to be in compliance with all rules and regulations. So I think the sentiment is that on this one is that, that I think we're going to go with uh, postponement to the call of the chair on this until Counselor, we get more can information. I, can I interject for a second? It's Kevin. Yes, Cole. go, go ahead. You. Go ahead. Uh, I'm not sure where we are in the timeline, but I believe that if the council doesn't take action on this application within a certain amount of time, it would be deemed approved. Ultimately, so I'm I'm not sure that um there's a way to deny it or by agreement postpone it to a date certain in january yeah i think that that's why i said that the applicant has to ask for postponement from our office because is is the next meeting within the amount of days that it would that is required for us to take action or that's is the next right. meeting past the 60 days yeah I, i'm not i don't know about the timeline that's all i just wanted to point that out to you folks yeah, so that that was my recommendation for the applicant to ask for an for us to postpone because then it extends the timeline. Otherwise, we would have to obviously, you know, based on what we have in front of us, deny, but not because we want to deny. Um, do we have when was the application? What was the date on the application, Mr. Chairman? The application on the date is nine twenty five twenty three twenty three, and and we've had several postponements. 
because um, there was, um, well, the, the applicant requested several postponements, plus we had some outstanding issues that uh, some of them seem to be similar regarding taxes, for example. Also, what was the uh, date of the having... last postponement and for what was the duration of the postponement? Uh, let me see. Let me just bear, bear with me a minute. Okay. Okay. The, the date of the last postponement was November 29th, 2023. And that was a motion to postpone to the December 20th, 2023, which is today the zoning meeting at City Hall. Was that uh, the when the applicant requested that postponement, the email, was that just a 30-day postponement or did they request more than 30 days? I just asked for postponement. I didn't ask and put the dates in. So, Mr. Chairman, if I may, um, I believe this applicant became before your zoning committee on November 29th. So that's when it starts, uh, if the attorney's on still. November 29th is when we, we heard it for the first time. So she got 90 days from that point of that November 29th. Um, she can come back and forth uh, in front of us again and ask for another, you know, another one. But she has a little bit of time. We have a little bit of time. Yeah. She has a little bit of time. Uh, if we can, I'm just going to ask our, our clerk. It was November 29th, the first original meeting, correct? So that being the first original meeting, it's 90 days from that, as Councilor Lopez just mentioned, who she was trying to figure out, was the first. No matter if you postpone it in between, that was the date we had to start with, the November 29th, 2023, 90 days. So we have time. Okay, so we have Yeah, time. so based on that information, the 90 days are not going to expire if we postpone another 30 days. So she doesn't need to file an extension. She just needs to file for postponement, which means our clock doesn't stop ticking. So I'm not worried about us postponing it then because it's not going to automatically be approved or denied in any way. We still have time on the clock. Okay, thank you all for that clarification. So it appears that we have time on the books. If we're projecting 90 days, then we would be going in probably into um, February. So so we, we do have some time, all right? So um, there was some time then, okay. All right then, so getting back to, um, I think what we wanna do is, um, I, I will entertain what's the motion. What's the January date exactly for the zoning meeting? We don't have committees. We don't have committees yet. Um, that has not been determined until the, so, we uh, have the new organizational meeting, then they, it comes into effect then, and the chairman will make the, the meetings uh, agenda. So we'll so make sure it, that that uh, is in it. Right, so just make sure that that chairman calls it within a certain amount of time, right at the next meeting. So motion to postpone to the call of the chair then. Are we able to do that though for special permits? That is a good question because every single time we postpone a special permit, it has to be to a specific date. Well, through the chair to our attorney. That, and, well, if I can, um, I can answer that. Right. That's the reason we have that we have to advertise it. That's the reason why we, we have to advertise it coming the beginning of the year again, Council Um So it'll it, um, it will be it will uh, have to be uh, completely advertised prior to that the first meeting. And by advertising, you mean the app? I, I don't. I, I don't know. Can we? Can I get the attorney to respond yeah. to this one too? Because every there's, single other time, regardless of advertising, it has had to be postponed to a specific date. There's a statutory process 
by state law that 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 90 days, I believe it's 90 days, as you guys have pointed out, that starts to run. And if you are going to postpone it by agreement, it has to be to a date certain so that we can keep track of how many days have actually run. But Mr. does Chair, that mean does that mean that even if we don't have on the record, I know that the precedent has always been for us to postpone it to a specific date so that we can keep track of the time. However, there is still a record of the time that mm -hmm. we know when the applicant first came before us, right? And so sure, there's not a, a record based on us being able to keep track because of when we're postponing it and how we're advertising that we're postponing it. But in order to avoid having to deny tonight, because I don't want the applicants to have to reapply and have to pay again for an application and go through that process. Can we, the, the question is, is not just precedent here. I think it's also like, is it allowed for us to postpone to the call of the chair, even though that doesn't show a clear connection of time because we know when the time was. And then next time, if it does need to be postponed again, then we could do it to a specific time. Are we able to still do it just to the call of the chair? I, I don't think so, no. Okay, and that is why I asked, because I know that every single time it's been a, a, a pressing issue for us to make sure that we have a date, time, and location for every single postponement. So you, your, it is your legal opinion that we cannot just postpone to the call of the chair? Yes. Okay, so that if that is your legal opinion, then that means we can't postpone because we don't have a next date for a meeting because there's no committee chair set in place for the next term. I, I, those facts speak for themselves, I think. And so then that leaves us with no other choice, at least in my opinion now, which sucks. It leaves us with no other choice but to deny because we don't, the reason why we wanted to postpone is because we don't have an, enough information before us or clear and cl clarity and like our eyes dotted and our T's crossed to approve. Excuse me, Mr. Can Chair, I can, I can I speak? Can I chime in for a second, please? Um, counselors, the way how basically we've been running this, the, the order of these dates, typically it's usually like the last Wednesday of the month, okay? And, and one of the reasons why we had it today, rather than typically the last Wednesday of the calendar month is because of Christmas week. So when I set this uh, set this date up with the office, I set the date up with uh, having a conference with um, our clerk, because otherwise we would have had this at the end of the month. So traditionally, at least, now I've chaired this for several years, so usually that's what I have. Uh, I mean, basically, I think, was it Gary, was it the 24th? 24th is the fourth. Uh, fourth uh, Wednesday of the month, but we do have the 31st is the uh, uh, the fifth uh, Wednesday, which would be the last Wednesday of the month. All right. So potentially, if we had a, if we had a look at a date, it would either be the 24th or the 31st. But then we have January, the Mr. Chairman. Pardon? Are you saying of January? Yes. 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 But we can't we yes. can't set that date because you are not the chairman of the committee next year. So you can't set dates for a term that you're not the chairman yet. Like you very well maybe 
you may be elected to be the chairman again, but you don't have jurisdiction over that yet because you have not been set to be the chair of that committee yet because you haven't been re-sworn in for that term and that meeting would be during a new term. Well, hey, I, I can, can I make I can a suggestion to your point? Go ahead. Go ahead, Councilor. So if you agree to extend or postpone or however you want to characterize it to a specific date in January to be acted upon before that date, I think that would satisfy it. And I don't want to get too far into the weeds or split hairs with anybody, but there's two processes unfolding. One is a Chapter 48 process, special permit that has a timeline that goes along with it. And the other is our regular legislative formation of committees and the council itself, two separate things going on. So I don't think the two are necessarily tied together legally. And we're talking about logistics. Um, but the, the requirement is that the city council has to take action within 90 days. It doesn't say how you guys do that. So, I mean, you can make it by January 24th. Before January 24th, the new council will act on this special permit application. I'm just throwing that out there as a possibility. Can, can I possibly interject on this to Councilor Labrie? Who is this? This is, is Dave it? Labrie. I'm in the process on Grattan Street with a special permit to build two units. Sorry, and I have... Do we not need to have a roll call to allow someone who's not a counselor to speak? Dave cannot be talking. Dave, you can't be talking when the city council is in their own... Uh, I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize. Yep, that's that's okay. all right, Dave. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But you can't talk. Go ahead, uh, Councilor Accordant. Go ahead. I don't have anything to add, guys. I don't know what uh, Mr. Labrie, Labrie wants to add. Um, if it has something to do with a legal opinion, I'm, I'm open to listening to it if you're going to allow it. But otherwise, I don't have anything else. Well, I, th I think we're going to keep Mr. Labrie out, but, but I know he's trying to be helpful. But thank you. Okay. Yes. Okay. So I think I think we're we're trying to uh, come to a consensus here that we're going to uh, we're going to set a date. We're going to uh, postpone to um, postpone to the uh, the twenty fourth of of uh, next next month of twenty twenty four zoning meeting at city city hall six thirty p.m. at two seventy four Front Street. And, I don't, I don't I think, Mr. Chairman, uh, I'm sorry. I, I don't think that's what the council was saying, what what Attorney Corina was saying, because you can't set the date. He's saying it would be before, which still, I don't know, I'm, I, as I think about it, doesn't satisfy what I think is a requirement, which is a specific date. But we can't set a specific date because you don't have the authority to do that because you won't be the chair yet. Like you haven't been sworn in to be the chair. And so what he, what attorney Corden is suggesting is the to use the verbiage of beef on or before which doesn't actually set a date so i don't know how that satisfies the requirement but at least that's what i what i deem to be his legal opinion but we can't set to a specific date because i think it does matter that you know procedurally you don't have the authority to do that yet well but but counselor um i am i am the chair right now Okay, so if we come to a meeting of the minds and that's okay, let's put some verbiage in on or before January 24th. All right, uh, so if we have the motion to postpone to January 24th, on or excuse me, on or before January 24th, 
2024. I think legally, I think we can do that at this point. All right. Because otherwise we're going to be, we're going to be here all night. And, and I don't think it's fair. All right. Especially, especially I think this is, this is the way we have to go. What's the consensus of the committee? Right. Right. So I think that that's, that's a motion that, that was put on the floor and, I think, oh, oh Councilor. I just have a little discussion. On, Go ahead. I, I agree with the motion on the floor, yes. Uh, are we able to add uh, some conditions uh, that you work with the building department and fire department uh, to get that plan uh, rectified uh, to their uh, requirements? I, I think that's, that's friendly to work with, uh, with fire and building but to make sure that we're, we're right, so we that. don't come here again in January. Right, right, and, uh, right. right. Um, may I suggest that you push to the last day in January, so that way, if the meeting is called a little later, you're not out of um, out of time. So, like, if you do like January, like last day, last possible day, so that the new chairman, whether it's it continues to be you or a new chairman, um, is able to set the date any day in January. And let's say they wanted the twenty fifth. Now, now it's not able to be the twenty fifth. Okay, go ahead. Oh, yes. Hold on a second. Frank, go ahead. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree with the, uh, the ward counselor again. It's the last day because we were just talking here. We also have to consider we have to advertise for this again when we decide. Okay. And that's a two-week, she needs two-week period for that. So on or before, it will give her a little bit more time, correct? So we have to consider that too because the advertising is a two-week period. Or amended to January 31st. Yes, as she just mentioned, I think correct. it's the right thing to do. And just if I may, one more time through the chair to our attorney, I just want to make sure that we are doing this properly. Through the attorney, for the record, we are allowed to put on or before, and that would satisfy our requirements for our own ordinances to set a specific date. Is that correct? Our obligation is to address a special permit within 90 days, and we can postpone it by agreement. It should be to a date as certain as possible. I haven't researched the issue and what the outcome might be if it's not a specific date that we have to have a hearing on. I, haven't, I would have to research that and put something in writing to you guys. Um, but I think the safest course of action is to say that the council, whoever it is, is going to act before um, that date. And that's what the applicant can expect and that's what the public can expect. So at least we have something on the record that we know action is going to be taken. It's not going to get lost in the shuffle. And it's going to be on the agenda. Yeah, so I just want to say on the record that it has been the legal opinion of the law department during my entire tenure on the council for the past two years that we must set it to a specific date and time and location, that it has not been allowed for us to do something like what we're doing right now. And I'm respecting your legal opinion right now because you are the one presiding over this over this meeting. But I just want to make it clear on the record, I want this included in the notes, that I, I do understand that it has been the opinion of the law department for the entirety of my time on the zoning committee that we cannot go around the requirement of having to set it to a specific date on a specific time. But if this is now the opinion of the legal department, then I will respect that. All right, counselor. Now, I, I, think, I think in order to have a meeting of the minds here, this is the course that we have to take. And I think... Granted, we haven't run into this during like a two-year period because 
everybody's been set. But I think uh, I respect the legal department, uh, our law department with this, so that we have a little bit of leeway because otherwise uh, we're going to be at an impasse, and that's that's not correct. All right. So I think the motion was on the floor to postpone to honor before January 31st. 2024 zoning meeting at City Hall, 6.30 p.m. at 274 Front Street with condition to work with the fire, building, and engineering departments. Right. So so that's my consensus, and I think that's what um, Councillor Mary Beth brought up with just a modification. So I, I think uh, that's that's what we're going to go with, okay? Yeah, I, I also, absolutely want to make this as seamless as possible, and I want to help this applicant. So if that's what it requires and this is the meeting of the minds, that's fine. I hope that the applicant understands that we are certainly not trying to be difficult. We just want to make sure that we follow procedure. Right, right. So uh, the applicant, are you, th this is, I think this is the course that we have at this point. Otherwise, uh, we're, we're not going to be able to go forward with this, right? So I think this is what we're going to do. All right. So uh, motion made and seconded. And uh, what I'm going to do is uh, ask for a, a roll call on. Salakir? Yes. Tania Costello? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Figarowski? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Okay. Let me just write this up. If you're with me, motion me and seconded. Postponement.
Thank you, uh, members, for signing off. Uh, again, the motion was postponed to honor before January 31st, 2024, zoning meeting at City Hall, 6.30 p.m. at 274 Front Street with the following condition. Applicant to work with fire, building, and engineering departments regarding this property. All right, and so this is going to go before the uh, City Council meeting on Tuesday, January 2nd. So we've just asked that the applicant that you work with all the departments have a resolution of sort next next meeting because of the yes i'm going to work with the departments i'm going to call them tomorrow because i thought they were actually going to be here um i was told but they're not um i was just discussing because the um it has to get put in the paper, and because we don't have the exact date, I have to go ahead and reapply for that and pay for that. So that's where it's just getting a little confusing because, like, I literally have to keep on paying for it to go into the paper and stuff like that. And our legal heads are supposed to be here and stuff during meetings. It's kind of hard because they're not showing up. Right. Good. Work with work with our office. Work with the, uh, I think too, uh, one of the counselors just made a suggestion, I think to try to work with the owner too. I know that there's, there's talk of bringing us into the P&S, the purchase and sale agreement, sale, but. I'm also sure by next meeting, um, I was just talking to Councilor LaFlam, um, the assessors in office and everything else, you're gonna have probably a pretty, uh, decent bill there because they're going to start looking into all the money that the city hasn't made um, since I've been there and prior because I let them know that it was vacant for the last six years. So I don't know. Like it's Okay. All right. Well, do the best you can. All right. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Thanks for coming in. All right. Thank you. Okay. Great. Thank you. Thank you for coming in. Okay, item number three. Zone change application from business A to IPUD2 for 3.59 acres of property located at 0 East Main Street, 0133-000001 plus 0133-00002 for the purpose of office space and utility applicant is COI 2 to COI 2 Associates, excuse me, COI 2 to COI Associates, sorry, LLC CEO Christopher Lipinski, 9 Wesley Circle, Wellesley Circle, excuse me, South Haley, Mass, 01075. 
Okay. All right, sir. Uh, please state your name and address. Thank you. Uh, Paul Buzo, attorney from South Alley. I'm here on behalf of the petitioner, Koi DeCoy, and Mr. Lipinski, who was in the audience this evening, who was the president of Lipinski Electrical Contractors, Inc. For you, uh, back last year, for his own change, uh, when he purchased the American Legion, uh, and that building has been torn down now, and he's going to move his electrical contracting business to that site. Since then, he has purchased agreement, uh, purchased property from West Mass Area Development Corporation, which he did in July of 2023. I think it's 3.59 acres. Uh, in conversation with the city planner, Mr. Pouliot, who recommended that uh, he go for his own change from business A to the Garden um, Industrial Planned Unit Development. Uh, because the reason is there are certain provisions of his business that are not allowed in business A that are allowed in the, uh, the new zone. And uh, barring any unforeseen issues in the future, this would clear it up and clarify any of those problems. Uh, presently working on this financing and working with his engineering company uh, on the stormwater waste management plan. Um, his plans for this site is to build an office building of 9,500 square feet, which will office his office, the Lipinski Electrical Contractors, and a metal building for other purposes of his business. Um, there are no, uh, there's only one residential house, and uh, that gentleman is very much in supportive of Mr. Lipinski's uh, uh, request for his own change. And he actually is going to uh, relocate the entrance to the, uh, to the businesses uh, which will even be less of an impact on any residential neighborhood uh, that's there. All right, okay, thank you. Um, just um, read what we have in the file before I open it up to uh, public input. Okay, it looks like we have one document here. This is from the planning board recommendation for the zone change. East Main Street assessor map 133 parcels one and two. File 23-3008, as follows. Chickabee Planning Board held a public hearing on Thursday, November 2nd, 2023. The purpose of the hearing was to consider a zone change from Business A to Garden Industrial Plan Unit Development, Type 2, IPUD 2, for 3.59 acres on parcel 0133-00001 and 0133- Dash 0002 for the purpose of office space utility. The applicant is Koi to Koi Associates LLC, CL Christopher P. Wesley, Wesley, excuse me, Circle, South Hadley, Mass, 0105. Okay. All right. Um, I'm just going to check to see um, before we open up for our uh, internal discussion. Is there anybody here for public input, either uh, in the audience, either a neighbor or a butter that has some questions or concerns uh, regarding this uh, proposed zone change? Okay. Let me take a look over here. Is there anybody on Zoom? that wants to speak regarding public input regarding the zone change application, Zero East Main Street. 
Motion to close public input. Okay, motion to close uh, public input. Ines, um, can you uh, call the roll on this, please? Alec here? Yes. Pinia Costello? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Rowski? Yes. Libri? Yes. Okay, and uh, the motion is made a second in, and public input is closed. Okay, all right, folks. Um, like, um, we have a zone change application for property for the purpose of office space utility located through East Main Street. Uh, questions or comments? Go ahead. I have, I have an applicant uh, to the attorney. I'm familiar with that property. There used to be post 275 in there. And it was always Robbins Road. How come you're doing it? It's at the intersection of Robbins Road and, uh, and East Main Street. Yeah. So why is it not keeping Robbins Road? I'm just curious. I, I don't know why that's. Uh... And I have curb cuts on East Main Street? Yeah. Adam? Yeah. You're going to drive into your property? Not off of Robbins Road anymore. We're going okay. to. Okay. Okay. I know exactly what. Well, if you're coming in. Off of Munger, that's still going to leave you on Robbins Road. Oh, okay, because on here it says zero East Main Street. That's what. Oh, I see. Okay. All right, but your address for your business will be Robbins Road. Okay. Thank you. That answers that. All right. Okay. Thank you, Offset Counselor. Okay. Any other counselors here? Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. It looks like uh, Fred Krampitz has his hand up. Uh, go ahead, Fred. Yeah, the uh, the property in question is uh, the old uh, Annie's on East Main Street, uh, where Robbins Road runs by it. So um, to help eliminate any confusion. But yeah, it's going to be merged into the, uh, uh, the zoning that we just did uh, about a month or so ago. Uh, for this uh, you know, piece of property. Uh, I haven't gotten any calls uh, or emails uh, either way about it. So, uh, you know, as of tonight, I would be in favor of approval. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Councilor Krampitz. Uh, Councilor Lopez, any comments or questions regarding this proposed zone change? Nope. No comments or questions. I agree with the word, Councilor. I'm in favor of approval. All right. Okay. Thank you. Any Councilor Flam, any okay. questions? Okay. Just want to make sure. Okay. Motion, motion made and uh, seconded to approve. Okay. There's own change. All right. Um, Ines, can you come, please call the roll? Balak here. Yes. Pinia Costello Lopez. Yes. 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 Okay. All right. And the motion passes. Let me just write this up. Thank you.
Complex issues, my friend. <laughs> Okay, the motion was uh, made to approve the zone change application from business A to IPUD2 for 3.59 acres of property for the purpose of office space and, and utility located at 0 East Main Street. Committee voted favorably, and this is going to go before the next city council meeting Tuesday, January. Right? Thank you very much. Okay, thanks for coming in, gentlemen. Thank Have a good evening. Yes, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Thank you. Okay, moving right along. Um, it looks like it's uh, item number four. Is uh, another zone change application. This is a zone change application from residence A to residence C for 0.3501 acres of property located at 15 Wawell Street for the purpose of infill housing. Applicant is JCD Realty Inc. Co. of Jeffrey Daigle, 55 Fuller Road, Chickpea Mass, 01020. Is the applicant here? Okay, sir, could you please state your name and address and which proposal is for this evening, please? Go ahead, sir. Sure. Um, my good evening, counselors. First, my name is Christopher Carney. I'm a registered land surveyor from Pioneer Land Planning, and I'm here tonight on behalf of Jeffrey. I'm here tonight uh, to propose his own change at 15 Wobble Street, as noted, the 0 0.351 acres land with approximately 180 feet frontage on Wobble Street. Uh, the purpose of the proposed change is to increase residential density for that property uh, to allow for infill housing, as noted. As we know, infill housing is good because it increases the city's tax base without increasing maintenance fees for utilities. Um, the, the change would be from residence A to residence C to match neighboring properties to the east and the southeast. Uh, this proposal was brought in front of the planning board on November 2nd, and the planning board reviewed the proposed change and voted to approve. Um, do you have an idea, sir? Thank you. What what type of housing is going to be proposed up there yet, or is that still something you're working on? It, that's for, first step would be the zone change. Mm -hmm. uh, right now, it's the site of a, a severely dilapidated single-family home. Um, based on Lee's 
comments on uh, the planning board meeting, it could have a maximum of three units on the property. I think two to three units is realistic for this. Okay, and as a follow-up question, what type of units would those be? Residential units? Well, residential, but when I'm, okay, single family versus like a duplex or a threeplex or? Probably so. because it is a, still a fairly small property, a duplex or triplex. Okay, all right, okay, thank you. I was just looking for that edification. Okay. Of course, that's schematic at this point, no. Yes, no, I know, I know. It's, it's, it's a unique piece of property. I did take a drive out there today and uh, took a look at it. And uh, yes, the other property that's on the land right now is kind of a dilapidated uh, building that you have. Yeah, I believe it was a fire there. Okay, all right, okay, thank you. Um, okay, let me just read in here to see what um, what we have in the file, please. Okay. We have one report from the planning board recommendation for a zone change, 15 levels, professor map 286, parcel 28, file 23-3006. The Chicopee Planning Board held a public hearing on Thursday, November 2nd, 2023. Purpose of the hearing was to consider a zone change from residential A to residential C for 0.3501 acres of land for the purpose of constructing Bill housing and is was JCD Realty, Jeffrey Daigle, 55 Fuller Road, Chickpea Mass, Illinois 2 approval, recommended by the five members of Okay, all right. Um, before I open it up for our committee discussion, um, I'm gonna bring up um, public input. Is there anybody here in the audience for public input regarding the 15 Wellwell Street. Okay, sir, please uh, please come to the desk and uh, please state your name and address and uh, tell us what's on your mind. Thank you. Go ahead, sir. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. My name is Stephen Allen, 299 Sheridan Street, kind of abut the property. The only concern that I have is uh, that it keeps the place clean. He owns a house next to me and it's been empty for like seven and a half, eight years. Mm -hmm. All right, Any anything else, sir? No, sir. Okay, all right, okay. Thank you for coming in, okay. Anybody else uh, here in the audience with uh, with public input? Okay, all right, then I'm gonna go to Zoom. Is there anybody on Zoom regarding um, the proposed zone change application for property at 15 for the purpose of infill housing? Anybody on Zoom? Okay, I'll take a motion uh, to close public input. Motion to close public input. Okay, motion made and seconded to close public input. Okay, Agnes, can you please call the roll? Balak here? Yes. Pinia Costello? Lopez? No. Yes. Zagorowski? Yes. Libri? Yes. Okay, thank you, and public input is closed. 
All right, we'll go back for a motion on the item. Uh, motion to continue the item, please. Motion to approve. Okay, all right. Uh, motion motion made uh, uh, and seconded to approve the, uh, the zone change application. Unless, before we call for the vote, unless we have further questions or concerns here. First, okay, Councilor Lopez. Um, I can't see your hand if it's up because we have, uh, could you bring this down, sir, now, or is that okay? It's All not right. up. I do not have any questions or concerns. It's gone. Okay. All right. Thank you. No, we were, we were being blocked by the uh, parcels. So, okay. I just want to make sure I couldn't see if there, if there you would have a question. Okay. Thank right. you. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. So the motion was uh, made and seconded uh, for the zone change application. Um, on this proposed uh, property. Okay. All right. Balakir? Um, yes. Pinia Costello? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Zigarowski? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Okay. And the motion passes. Let me just write this up. Thank you very much for your time tonight. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Just gonna get, we're, we're going to recommend this to the uh, the full council, this will be uh, actually next week and next year. All right, thank you. I'm just gonna write this up and we'll sign it. Here you go. Thanks. Name of the doctor. Yeah. My doctor's name is not. Okay, so the motion was made for approval of a zone change application from residence A to C for 0 0.3501 acres 
for the purpose of Committee voted in favor, and this is going to go before the full city council meeting on Tuesday, January 2nd, 2024. Right along. Right. Item number five, the uh, zone change application from residential A and business A to res C for 28,827 square feet for property located at 19 purpose of a three family and to create full conforming single family building lots. All lot numbers to convey are 80, 80. Applicant is David Labrie, DTL Construction, 187 Nelson Street, Chickie, Mass, 01013. I think the applicant is on Zoom. Uh, I am. Okay, David, can you uh, state your name and address and what your proposal is for this evening, please? Go ahead, sir. Sure. My name's David Labrie, 187 Nelson Street, Chickby. Um, The proposal in front of you has been something I've been working on with uh, the Wallace family and Lee Pouliot for over a year. Um, so generally, this property was owned by the family's father who passed away a few years ago, Richard Schwinnard. He owned the property since the early 60s. Throughout the 60s, he did have a permit for a legal three family. Uh, at some point, it was turned into a four family, which was on the city's tax payroll. Uh, and it even had its own meter. So people knew it was a four. Um, Regardless, Regardless, uh, Richard passed away, left the three, four family, whatever you want to call it, to Keith Wallace and left the building lots to Pam Wallace. Um, neither one of them had any idea that the, it was an illegal four family. So in the process of Pam trying to sell the lots, um, it triggered Lee to noticing that it was a legal, illegal four family. So what we've done is worked with uh, Commissioner Boron and Lee. Um, the unit has been evacuated, so it's only being used as a three-family. Uh, there has been plans drawn up. Um, for, uh, Commissioner Boron has looked at the property. Uh, the meter needs to be removed, the extra meter, and we are going to turn it back into a legal three-family. Um, and going through the process with building to make sure everything's up to code. Um, the reason being going from business A, obviously to get rid of that out of a residential neighborhood, uh, to residence C allows two legal building lots of 75 by 100 um, under the assumption that I will be building them as single family homes. Um and that's pretty much it. There's one step after this that Keith Wallace needs to do. Uh, we did work out the area square footage to meet all the requirements. The frontage on his lot winds up being 
tenths. I mean, he's literally a couple inches short of having a legal conforming lot. So we'll be bringing that um, for variance after this meeting if this goes through. So if you have any questions, I'd be more than happy to answer them. Okay, David, uh, thanks. Uh, let's go through uh, the process, and then I, I, I think we might have some questions. I did take some time last week, and I met with Lee. And he was explaining some of the complexity of it. But um, let me just go through the uh, other things we have to go through. But um, uh, if you could wait a couple of minutes, please, sure. and uh, we might have more questions for you. Yeah, thank you. Okay. All right. Uh, in the file, let's see what we have here before I open up the public input. We have a planning board recommendation for a zone change, 19 Beaumont Avenue. One parcels, 46, 47, 49. File is 23-307. This reads as follows. Chickpea Planning Board held a public hearing on Thursday, November 2nd, 2023. The purpose of the hearing was to consider a zone change from business A to residential C, 28,827 square feet of land, three-family house on a legal lot and potentially create two single-family dwelling lots, I beg your pardon. Applicant is David Labrie, DCL Construction, 187 Nelson Street, Chickpea, Mass. 01013, and the recommendation, um, four members approved uh, approval, and one member, uh, Cynthia Labrie, voted to approve. All right, I think that's it for in the file that we have. Um, so what I'm going to do now is uh, regarding public input. Is there anybody here in the audience that would like to come up uh, for public input? Okay, ma'am, please. Please work your way up to the desk. Just be careful and uh, please state your name and address and uh, what your, what's on your mind this evening. Thank you. Go ahead, please. Good evening. Thank you. Oh, because. Excuse me, ma'am. Your name and address, please. My name is Jean Payne. Okay, go ahead, please. Oh, this because, number one, I don't. Law was passed to have 100 foot. There was. Contractor to try to put in post. I I have a map and I'm not Mr. Chairman, I'm I'm sorry to interrupt. We're having a really hard time hearing the input on Zoom. I have a map that according to the legend and everything, it doesn't measure a hundred foot for two properties. I don't know if this is not on the flood has managers. The other thing is it's at the end of the street. Mm -hmm. It's going to be make it very busy for two families. It's also a busy street that comes down right there. Mm -hmm. Now how will that affect our sewer? How will that affect our water? There are 23 houses on that side of the street already. It makes a very busy street. Okay. 
All right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. Is there anybody else uh, in the audience, please? Again, please work your way up to the desk. Be careful. Um, please state your name and address and uh, what, what's uh, on your mind this evening. Go ahead, please. Name and address. Good evening. I'm Kimberly Roy. I live at 29 Beaumont Avenue. I on that property since neighbors to 19 Beaumont. Um, with um, the intersection of Beaumont and Wilson and Oldfield is the busy bringing traffic home to that neighborhood. Um, Wilson is the main artery that drives. And you would be essentially, I believe what the proposal shows is one of those new driveways being added to face Wilson. So one driveway would face the end of the traffic that pours down into that neighborhood, and the other driveway would be on Beaumont itself. I don't believe that there is enough room, as being stated, for two properties on that end parcel. It is a large parcel that used to have a very large tree on it that is now gone. I understand that it may be considered large for a one single family home. Um, but the danger that it poses to the entire neighborhood and all of the folks who live on any of the streets that are dead-ended to Oldfield is a great risk. Um, never mind the fact that the side of the street that I'm on is the same side that Jean mentioned has 27 houses because some of those houses further down the road only have a 50-foot facing property that was built back in the day. The other houses that she mentioned got turned down was what is now three single family homes was proposed to be five. And looking at the street currently, I cannot understand <coughs> that that proposed to be what is currently three in, turned into five. I think they're trying to do the same with that very end corner lot. But the fact that it is a corner lot poses serious danger to that driveway there for those folks that then buy that property and everyone else that has to turn two corners in a matter of 50 feet. You know, there's turn off of Beaumont onto Oldfield, turn onto Wilson, and traffic coming down into that neighborhood is opposing that. So the danger to me is not worth the risk of, you know, everyone that it lives on those dead-end streets, where I don't know how many there are, but there's quite a few, um, to add another, you know, an additional home. I think one single-family home on that corner lot is, sufficient, and if their driveway is on Beaumont, it poses no further risk to the neighborhood, who I think is, is using it and making it dangerous to everybody else, never mind the water and sewer concerns that my neighbor okay. already mentioned. All right. Thank you for coming in. I, I did take a drive down there today, and, and, I, and I did take some pictures. So I, I'm not sure if he's come down at like um, leaving in the morning time to get to work or coming back in the evening at, at rush hour, but it's, it's okay. major. Right. Okay. All right. Thank you, ma'am. Thanks for coming in. Is there anybody else here for public input from the audience? Right. Uh, let me go over to Zoom now. Is there anybody on Zoom that uh, has uh, either questions or concerns or comments regarding uh, the proposal located at 19 Beaumont? I would just like to rebut. Uh, those the two people that came in, if possible. Um, I'm not sure if I can do that. Okay. Uh, 
Well, I have the answers to their concerns is what I would like to address. All right. All right. Um, okay. I'll allow Gary, can you just put in three minutes on, on the yeah. phone, please? Okay. Go, go ahead, Dave. Three minutes. Sure. Please. So as for, the lot, as for the lot sizes, going residency uh, creates 275 by 100 foot legal lots under residency. Um, as for the driveways, both houses are going to be built on Beaumont Street. They are not going to affect the busier street. So both driveways would be on the Beaumont Street side. Um, infrastructure has been put into these streets when they were originally built. They knew at some point these lots would be developed one way or another. Uh, and also, if you look at the 300-foot rule that planning uses as to determine density uh the 50 percent rule if these lots were at 75 by 100 it's well more than 50 percent of current lots within that 300 foot range and um i built a lot of these in the city i've never had any issues um lee and uh the commissioner can speak to that um these are just lots that have been undeveloped for years for one reason or another um they're trying to get rid of the business a you know, uh, covering of that property. And, you know, Lee's also not allowing multifamilies there. There are going to be two single family ranches. Um, I'm actually building two lots right now on 50 by 100 lots a couple miles down the street. Um, and they fit into the neighborhood really well. So uh, that's all I'd like to say on that point. Um, if anybody has any other questions, I would gladly answer them. All right. Okay. Thank, thanks, David. Because that was actually going to be one of my questions, uh, if they were going to be single family or not. Okay. All right. I, I think that's it for public input. Okay. So, um, motion to close public input. Okay. Motion made and second to close public input. Okay. Hey, Agnes, go ahead. Alec here. Yes. Penia Costello. Yes. Lopez. Yes. Zagorowski. Yes. Libri. Yes. Okay, all right, so public input is closed. Uh, could I just have a motion to return to the item? Uh, go ahead, go ahead, I just want to put on record that uh, we share the same last name, the applicant and myself, but we have no relation. Thank all right, you. thank you, Councilor Brie. Okay, all right, so I, um, we have a motion on, uh, regarding the item to move it forth or what type of movement we're gonna do on it. We're gonna have some discussion first. Okay, discussion first. Okay. All right. Uh, committee members, uh, Gary, do you have concerns? No, I was happy to see that they're going to go on Beaumont, you know, and not affect, you know, Wilson, you know, directly. Mm -hmm. uh, right. You know, hopefully, you know, that, that'll be part of the uh, permit. Uh, is it a zone change? or? Uh, uh, this is a zone change right zone now. Change, so zone change now. Change. So, yeah. So as long as you know we have his word on that, and uh, I, I don't see a problem. Um, sorry, I drove down there myself today, and yes. uh, you know it's a big lot, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, right. surprised it's never been developed. I, as she said, they somebody wanted to put five lots on there once, 
uh, five houses or whatever, and he's looking to put two. So, mm -hmm. you know, right. that's, uh, I don't think that's too too bad. There was also a concern. was mention of a variant of existing property there so that it could make it legal. Okay, thank you. Councilor? Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Councilor Lopez, any questions or concerns regarding the proposed zone change at 19 Beaumont? Um, no questions. I, I'm, I definitely heard the public input concerns, um, and I think that most of them have been cleared up for me, at least now with this new information from the applicant. Um, but I just want to make sure that, you know, for the record, that maybe there's a way for us to add them as restrictions um, that we will only allow maybe like single family homes. Because, I'm, I mean, I'm not saying I distrust the applicant in any way, but I don't want to like just take the word of the applicant when that's been the public input that has been said today. Um, so maybe there's a way to take some of the public input and the concerns of the residents and, and include it in our approval as a restriction. Great. Well, we'll take, we'll bring that up. All set, Councillor. All set. Okay, thank you. Okay. All right. No, oh, I thought I thought you I thought your hand was going up. Agree with. Go ahead, Cohen. Go ahead, Councillor. Speaking of the mic. Uh, I do agree with Councillor Lopez. He added. Okay, the reference right. regarding single family exactly homes. exactly so it would be in writing okay can i can i ask what you want to add also they, they there are some were some concerns about reference about single family right i don't know if we can put restrictions on a zone could you ask the attorney? I was going to ask. I don't I think you ask. can put a restriction. You could say a, a single family, but you can't tell them what to put. If you could, I, I don't think we could put a restriction on it. No, let, let me let me run that up the, up the chain. Okay. Uh, thank you, Councilor. I didn't know if you had a question. That's why. I, okay. Just wanted to make sure I covered everybody so everybody had an opportunity to speak at the table, so to speak. Uh, Councilor Kevin Corden, quick question for you, sir, uh, regarding the zone change application. Uh, there is some discussion on the floor about putting in a condition with the uh, proposal that this would be limited to single family construction on this particular site. Could you give us some feedback with that, please? So you can't put uh, improvised conditions on it. It either, uh, you have to use the guardrails of the, bio, the uh, zoning ordinance as written, and they, they allow for certain types of construction generically, I believe. So there's not really anything that you can, it's not like a special permit that you can put uh, conditions on. Right. Okay, thank you. All right. Okay, all right then. So we got some input from our... Uh, so um, I can't put that condition on, although the bill... Family housing on the site and... I think that would kind of conform with the neighborhood based on mm -hmm. my observation. Okay, so uh, the um, 
item here is a zone change application from residence A to residence C. All right, so um, for the purpose of three family and to create two legal conforming single family building lots. So uh, that's here. So um, I will take uh, a motion um, to of the uh, committee. Yeah, I, have no, I, I have no objections with uh, our attorney city. Okay, all right, so uh, we have a motion on the floor uh, to uh, the zone change application. Well, I, yeah, I, I think that's what he said. Mentioned single family. Did see some raised ranches. Mr. Chairman, um, just so you're informed, the one of your committee persons, uh, Del Marina, just got kicked off. We're having her put back on. If you could wait a minute. That's why she's kicked off. She's trying to get back on. Okay, thank you. All right, thank you. She was off her, she got kicked off. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, I'm sorry. I, it, it kicked me out of the Zoom and I missed the opinion of Attorney Ford. And if you wouldn't mind, Mr. Chairman, having him give that again. I just sorry, I just said that you can't, you can't improvise conditions on a zone change. You're changing the zoning and the zoning ordinance speaks for itself as to what you can now do in that, in that zone or on that property. that I'll set Councilor Lopez hearing from the attorney. So does that mean that we can't put any restrictions based on any of the concerns from the residents today? Correct. Okay. Councilor, all set. Okay. Uh, I think Councilor Mary Beth, you had a question. Yeah. Um... Not a question, just a comment. I'm very happy that Councilor Lopez brought up that suggestion in regards to the special condition. Because now it's been discussed, an opinion has been given by the law department and the neighbors are gonna know that it's in writing, that we can't, though some may want the special condition to address neighborhood concerns. By having this discussion, we can't. It, but it's been discussed. Okay, so I think the original motion then was to. So, all right. So, a motion made and seconded to approve the zone change. 28,827 square feet. Avenue. Okay, Agnes, can you please call the roll? Balakir? Yes. Pinia Costello? Yes. Lopez? Yes. 
Sigurowski? Yes. Lebrie. Yes. Okay. Oh, and then we'll sign up. Nothing on here about being as possible. Okay, so the motion was made to uh, approve the zone change application from uh, residence A and business A to residence C for 28,827 square feet. Property for the purpose of three oh, yeah. family and create two legal avenue. The committee uh, voted in favor of it, and uh, this goes before the uh, next in council. Thank you. Thank you, council. Happy holidays. Yes, uh, thank you. Thank you, Dave. Yep. Yep. Uh, Merry Christmas. And uh, so this will go before the full council next next Tuesday. Thank you, sir. Right. Thank you much. Bye bye.
right. The next item is uh, item number six, ordinance amendment, chapter 275, uh, section 66, Burnett Road, and new language to chapter 275, section 66B, or transportation impact assessment or any other change by the Massachusetts Department of Transportation. Full text available in the city council office, applicant council. Seven, city council office, 274. That's 0 I think, uh, I think one of the applicants is here. The other applicant is not here, but uh, go ahead, Councilor. Yes. <clears throat> so Councilor Cushane um, asked me to sponsor this, in which I told him I would sponsor it. Um, if you remember back when Tesla was going, there was a, there was a back and forth about a study of um, a study being, a traffic study being done or a transportation impact study was done. So he was just trying to put something in writing that says either or a traffic, have, do a traffic study or transfer impact assessment um, is the other way, but it's just giving some more language. So if they do either one, uh, it, it it comes out to be the same thing. But if someone says, well, I did the impact a different way of doing it or traffic study, that's why he brought this forward. So I'm, I'm just sponsoring for him. Gary, Gary, you, you need to have somebody here for a quorum. Oh, we have Council Lopez. Council Lopez, okay. Uh, Mr. Chairman, does doesn't this type of order die at the end of the year because it can't go before ordinance in time? Well, actually, that, that's an interesting question. Um, I was advised that it, it can't die in committee because it's under chapter 275. And uh, Dan, our former counselor, made a recommendation to Agnes that uh, it can't die in committee because it's under chapter 275 for zoning. Uh, there was a recommendation to postpone to the call of the chair. I know that Councilor Flam mentioned something here, but uh, one of the reports from the planning board recommendation for ordinance, they they were not able to hear it because no one had come forth to them uh, with the proposal. So um, I think prudent thing might be to postpone to the call. Motion to postpone to the call of the chair. So I, I, I think, oh, I'm waiting for Mary Beth, but okay, but that's the motion. That, that seemed correct. Honor before. Honor, well, we could we could use the same language that we used correct. before. Okay. Yeah. For an so, ordinance, right. Mr. Mr. Chairman, for an ordinance, we don't need to have a specific date. We only need that for special permits. Okay. Oh, that's right. And and with the zone change. Okay. 
so then then we're just going to say motion to postpone to the call of the chair then okay i think we're going to make it simple all right and use the kiss method here okay. did you oh, second my motion go ahead just, uh, hold on hold on a sec before we vote uh, in our in our paperwork, we had a voting for a negative recommendation by the planning board. Do you know why? Uh, yes, and actually, thank you. I'm going to read that into the record because like to hear it. because no one came forth for the proposal, so they were not able to in uh, the thought process on here because uh, there were some questions about the language, DOT language. Did speak with Lee uh, last week. Question about the guidelines. Legal questions about the wording. Traffic study for the transportation impact assessment. So they actually wanted to kind of get a sense of where the original. So they felt because no one came forth on proposal, not able to have a full understanding. So therefore, we kind of the planning board recommendation ordinance amendment chapter two seventy. Reads as following. The planning board held a public hearing on Thursday, September 10th, 2020. The hearing was considering a minimum 75. Uh, applicant address, City Council Office, City Hall, and 010 recommendation was denial, and um, four members voted for a negative recommendation. Because, again, of the fact that no one came forth for the proposal. And the motion on the floor was the motion to postpone shared by Councilor Lopez. So I'm going to, it's the motion made and second. Yeah, if I may, um, I have no problem with with that. I'm actually working with the state because I don't agree um, with uh, with Bill Cushane and I are working with the state on some language that they use in other cities and towns. So um, I have no problem with them denying it because they want more information. We're going to get that more information. So I have no problem with okay. postponing it. All right, Councilor, I think that's the right course. Absolutely. So we I have, have no the problem. Other minds, okay. So all right. So. Um, Again, uh, the motion made and seconded is to uh, postpone to call the chair. Agnes, go ahead, please. I'm sorry, Mr. Chairman. Can we just procedurally, before we take that roll call, uh, do a motion to close public input? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Although there's no one here, yes. I, I, I motion to party. close public input? Yes. Yes. Motion to close public input. Okay. All right. Uh, roll. Ballot here? Yes. Pania Costello yes. Lopez? Yes. Zagorowski? Yes. Libri? Yes. Okay, thank you. And, and then I believe the motion is still on the floor that I made to postpone. Yes, yes. 
So we are, so public input is closed. Thank you. And yes, we are going to have Agnes call the roll. Thank you. Ballot here? Yes. Vinia Costello? Vinia Costello? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Sigurowski? Yes. Libri? Yes. Okay. And so the motion passes. Motion made to postpone. Chair, let me just sign this. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. So uh, the motion was made to postpone public here. So again, that Item number seven, Ordinance Amendment Chapter 275-50, Signs, Delete. Seventy-five-fifty. Placement, full text available in the city. Ward seven, City Council Office, 274 Front Street, Signs 523-770. Board held a public hearing on Thursday. Mr. Chairman, could you just move the mic closer to you? We cannot hear you at all. Okay. All right. Shikabee Planning Board held a public hearing on Thursday, September 7th, 2023. Purpose of the hearing was to consider an amendment to delete section F from chapter 275, section 50. Applicant is Councilor William Corshane, Ward 7, City Council Office, City Hall Annex, 274 Front Street, Chickpea, Mass, 1013. And again, the planning board recommendation was for a denial uh, because uh, they had, uh, no one had showed up to explain what the proposal is here. And uh, again, 
um, talking with Lee, um, th this was a problem. So again, because it's under chapter 275, uh, can't die in committee. So the sentiment seems to be today again, uh, to postpone to the call of the chair. All right. Unless... Oh, yes. And uh, public input. I'm sorry. I just said I'm looking and there's no one here. So, but again, for the record, we're going to follow it so that we don't have a problem. Okay. There's nobody here for public input. Does it look like there's anybody on Zoom for public input? Motion to close public input. Okay. Motion. Motion made a second to close public input. All right. Agnes? Yes. Yeah, Costello. Lopez? Yes. Sigurowski? Yes. Lebrey? Yes. All right. Input. And uh, do we have a motion on the floor to postpone? Motion to postpone to the call of the chair. Right. Motion made and seconded to postpone to the call of the chair. All right. Okay, Agnes, please call the roll. Ballot here? Yes. Pinia Costello? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Sigurowski? Yes. Labrie? Yeah. Thank you. And passes. Let me just write this and we'll sign it. We're almost done. Just hang in there. Me the same thing. Order nine. You didn't have a ladder high enough to go change it. I look quickly. I go. Oh, he said before. Okay, so the motion was made to postpone. The full committee voted in favor of that. Now go before the next city council meeting. Right. Item number eight, ordinance amendment, chapter 75, section 51. Motor vehicle repair and storage. Complete language from Chapter 275, Section 51D. Complete or inoperable or not currently registered or with a current collection sticker. Text available in a City Council office. William Corshane, Ward 7, City Council office. 74 Front Street, Chickpea, Mass. 0113. And there's the uh, Applicant is not here tonight. Record, there is one report from the planning board recommendation ordinance amendment. 
chapter 275, section 51, motor vehicle repair and storage. File number 23-7706 and it reads as follows. Chickpea Planning Board held a public hearing on Thursday, September 7th, 2023. Purpose of the hearing was to consider an amendment to delete language in section D, chapter 75, section 51. Seven. Applicant address, City Council Office, City Hall Annex, 274 Front Street, Chickpea Mass, Illinois, 3. Again, uh, there was a recommendation and voting bit of recommendation by the planning and the cause being that the applicant was not there. So they do not have a full um, proposal of what the new proposal is. All right. Uh, so I'm going to see if there's anybody here for public input. There's nobody here for public input. Motion to close public input. Okay, thank you. Motion made and seconded to close uh, public input. Agnes, can you please call the roll? Balak here? Yes. Penia Costello? Lopez? Yes. Zagorowski? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Right. Motion to postpone Motion to the call of the chair. Thank you. Motion made and seconded to postpone to the call of the chair. Right. Salik here? Yes. Pania Costello? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Zagorowski? Yes. Libri? Yes. All right, thank you. And the motion passes. Let me just write this up and we're fine. Okay, so the motion was made to postpone the call of the chair. The committee voted for it. Council meeting Tuesday, January. Okay, uh, item number nine, minutes. Motion to accept the minutes, November 29th, 2023. Seconded to accept the minutes for November 29th, 2023. Agnes, can you please call the roll? Sally here? Yes. Penia Costello? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Zagorowski? Yes. Libri? Yes. Thank you. And my last motion, motion to adjourn. All right.
Motion to adjourn. All right. Thank you. A motion made and second to adjourn. Council right, Lopez, please call the roll. Could you, before you do that, Council Lopez, she didn't hear it. Did you vote how you voted on that one? The I last said one. yes. Okay. She didn't hear you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Right. Here. Uh Yes, for adjournment. Yes. Penia Costello? Yes. Lopez? It's been a pleasure. Yes. Zigarowski? Yes. Libri. Yes. All right. Thank you. Thank you, uh, thank you guys uh, for all your help. Uh, we had Christmas, and a uh, Merry Christmas and thank you for all your help uh, during the last two years with this committee. It was an interesting committee and we had some interesting. Appreciate all your help. Thank you very much and uh, Merry Christmas, a healthy, happy new year. Thank you. Good night. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. It's been a pleasure working with you and you have handled some really difficult situations on this committee uh, with, with grace and you've, you've done your absolute best. So it's been a pleasure working with you. Well, th thanks for your input, Counselor, as well, and bringing in some legal perspective as well, too. We, um, we try to do the best we could, not only for the citizens as Chicopee, but also for ourselves. So uh, it was a concerted effort. So thank you again for your help. And I I wish you well, and I hope Santa's good to you. Take care. Thank you. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye.